1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: It's a rare condition, this day and age, to read the good news on the newspaper
1: page. love tradition of the grand.
0: Some people say it's even harder to find Well, then there must be some
2: magic clue Inside these gentle walls all I see is
1: a tower of dreams Real love bursting out of every scene As days go round Radio 92.9 The 90 Game 92.9thegame.com It is Sam and Greg on this Father's Day, Sunday morning, the 18th day of June. I was waiting for the hook, man. You know, I just wanted you to play that, so I was waiting. I was waiting. I had to jump in, though. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning and happy Father's Day to you folks in Snellville. Wonderful Snellville. Snellville.
2: Yeah, well, everybody's somebody.
1: And everybody out there at the, was it, Church on Main. Mm-hmm. They changed the name of it. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um So... Two things real quick before we get into this. I want to put a tag on the story I was telling. The whole point of it is that I made him smile again, my father, after all that getting his bag out of the car yep. and into Nassau after he – and then he got eaten up at the show that night. They had these two comedians kind of like, you know, Martin and Lewis. And okay. one of them, it was like a Don Rickles kind of dude, and he knew my father was on and then poked at him the whole the time. whole time. Oh, oh yeah, oh he goodness. was going at him. <laughs> going at him the whole time. But he had a – when he walked up the gangway and his bag was there, I – I've never seen a smile before or after that that compared to that one. He was so proud of me. Yeah. And, and that's the end of that story I wanted to tell yeah. you. With that. Well you know what you
2: know, you had to really pull some tricks and pull some rabbits out of hat yeah, to I make did. that happen, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That was what I like I said, two three cool things I've done in life. That the other two aren't important today, but that was one that everything was lined up. And again, it doesn't happen without me knowing that this tugboat captain is up there on the bridge. And if I don't help, how well, do I want to say this? If I don't help the staff captain and captain somewhat regularly when they would come into my club to yeah. find dance partners, uh, they would not be as receptive that? when how I ran that? up there. So we were all cool. We all yeah. we all got along all yeah. right there. Anyway,
2: and pops ended up figuring. You know, I had a little something with
1: him learning that. <laughs> you know? I gave him he, all the credit he, he wanted. He, yeah, he, he, he figured that out. He, I feel, he had know? a move. Did your father have a move that you? now he didn't. Do what he what he did when I was a kid when he did this. But my father would stand listening to whatever. Sorry, that was a chair going back. When I wasn't getting in trouble, and he would stand and listen to me, and he put his hands behind his back and twiddle his thumbs like I'm waiting for you to finish this yeah, story. Yeah, you finish this? And I then know there what was usually a, a left hook coming. Yeah. Or yeah, a slap. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't slap, but he put his hands behind his back again, and he started twiddling his thumbs. I felt eight. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. I didn't get that. Say, out say, say, say. <laughs> Uh, at this
2: segment, we usually tell you some some local stuff, and, you know, it is the summer months, and our high school teams are, are working out. We had Kyle Sandy yesterday talking about um, the uh, the lab event that was taking place at 20 Sports Academy for the girls' basketball teams, 123 teams from throughout the state of Georgia uh, were, were playing, and the Division One coaches were able to attend this event for the first time. So there were coaches there. Uh, meanwhile, up at Lake Point, up on the other side of the lake, um, you know, they, they – um, had a, a, a boys event, and the coaches from all over the country were here for that one. So we appreciate the coaches coming in, uh, recruiting our great Georgia talent. Um, you know, we hope we can keep some of them in state, but we know we can't keep all of them in state. So And I'm sure some parents are very happy that the coaches came in to watch uh, their young folks play, opportunity for them to possibly get to play at the next level. Um, this week, um, the football schedules were released for the state of Georgia. Uh, GSS GHSa released the schedules, and we here at Sports Radio 929. The game know that things start for us on the weekend of, of the of uh, August 18th and 19th. Uh, Cookie Kell Classic will be going on, and we'll be there on the 19th at um, Mercedes Benz Stadium for the games to go on there. But but I, I'm looking at the schedule, and I'm seeing once again. There are an awful lot of out of state opponents, especially the schools down in right. South Georgia. They play a lot of, you know, and, and a lot of them you have trouble getting skits. Some, some folks don't want to play these folks. You know what well, I mean? Well, that's what yeah. I
1: thought. You, you educated me in the high school football and, like, talked about, you know, some of them coming over from Alabama, some of them coming from Florida. And then there were some that were, sh- they didn't want, as you said, shut out. And I don't know if there were private schools or public schools.
2: Yeah. But, 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 well, some that just, you know, that the programs are so strong. Nobody wants to, to play them, okay. especially not early in the season. If you're trying to instill some confidence in your team, you're not sure what you got, you want to run them out there against somebody that's stacked with a bunch of dudes that have got D1. You, you, okay,
1: gotcha. Right you. right?
2: you don't want to go out and face them. Is this. Grayson one of those traditional teams? Nah, but Grayson will be one. You know, Beaufort will be beautiful, one. Okay. Uh, some schools like that. Um, and so a lot of times they have to you know, find opponents from, from, from out of state. Down in South Georgia they have this issue. You know, Lions. I'm seeing they're playing about three schools from the state of Florida. Kicking off, you know, and then of course, um, Valdosta. Interesting story about Valdosta, and everybody knows Valdosta' legendary uh, program, the winningest high school football program in the country is Valdosta. Valdosta, watch. Say that
1: again. I don't think people been, knew that. I didn't know that in the
2: country, the winningest high school football program in the country is Valdosta High School. Um, wow. They they are kicking off the schedule at Paul Brown Stadium in Ohio against Massillon. Massillon, and, and I just looked up the list. If you look at the winningest high school football programs in the country, Doss is number one. Massillon is number four. And two of the winningest high school programs in the nation are going to play in Ohio this year. And I'm, I I know John, I don't know if John Chuckery's heard of this. Now, Chuckery's probably turning backflips over this, uh, <laughs> the, the idea that this happening. But this is a, um, a huge game. Uh, they're going to play. And Valdosta, of course, has got, got some big games on their schedule. They're going to play Warner Robins. Right? They're going to come and play at McKeacher uh, th- this season. So uh, they'll, they'll be in your neighborhood. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Coach Reed okay. out, out of, of McEachern. McEacher, you got a new head coach. Coach Kareem Reed is the new head coach out there. Uh, but Valdosta has this game coming up. And that just look that just jumps off the page when you look at all the, the, the matchups that are coming up for the high school football teams in the state of Georgia. So GHSA has the complete list. Of their games. Now speaking of Al when last we heard of him.
1: Uh oh. Are you gonna bring his name up? Because he got a new job. Okay. You talking about RP, right? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Why, why, are you, why are you listen, what, this is what? all your fault. why is you it my the, fault because you intro- my no fault? you introduced me to this dude and got me yes. it's like, it's like ingratiated with his you know what they used to say about in the old movies about James Bond or somebody like that because Mr. Bond, I've never met you, but I've been following your movements. <laughs> that's, that's how you <laughs> make me feel about Russ Propes. <laughs> Go ahead.
2: Rush Propes is back in Alabama and <laughs> he's got a head coaching job. Pale City High School for people who hadn't, hadn't heard. Um, Pale City High School. And they went through the process, or the, the people voted, and he's he's a, and been 15 years he's been coaching in Georgia. Now he's back in Alabama. He had been uh, installed as an athletic head, as an associate, associate head coach and athletic director at Coosa Christian School, and um, he got an opportunity to go to to Pale City. So we, we know about Coach Probst and his time down at Colquitt and Valdosta, and leaving. Um and also the next <laughs> the Netflix show Titletown that right he, yes, he that's right you told me about that it was in well, and
1: explain to me again why he never made it to the next or wanted to go to the next level he, given his success he had maybe thought about it. it had to be the right situation
2: for him though probably you know and he wasn't going to go to any big place but I mean it had to be the right situation and if he can find what he he enjoys with the high school level that's what he's going to do anyway he's going to a program we're going to find out just what what, what, what coach can do. Because he wins wherever he goes. Yes, he does. He's taken over a Pale City team that last year had a record of 1-9. and nine. Uh-oh. They hadn't won more than six games since 2012 or a playoff berth since 2017. Rush Probes. Now, if they end up going to the playoffs
1: this year. I'm all <laughs> tested for one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start there. I, I'm just – I think people will be casually watching this this team to see how they to see how they do, and so we wish all the best to coach. How he's, does somebody? He's good, he's, he's, he's good folk. He's, he's a friend of the show. Yes, he's he is. He'll yes, come he on is. with
1: us. But how does somebody turn around? a situation like that on the high school level because when you say that off the top the first thing i think about well they don't have you know
2: the resources they don't have the resources don't have the infrastructure to do anything yeah Or so may not have it, may not have the youth programs and and like i said that's why people going
1: to keep it and out. he can't he can't do what Dion does where yeah. getting money from all directions you know to come in there he can't he doesn't have well, that that's kind Dion's of personality i
2: well, well, am yeah, yeah, saying he but, can't but he, do but, that but he has a reputation for winning and i'm sure he wouldn't take that job if he, if he didn't have some some commitments from some people to. So
1: you you think that there may be somebody else on the outside wondering where these folks that have these kids at this program really do live, and that may be a question well, that comes it, up. It, it, I'm it, just they, saying. They, they, Is that, it, it is it
2: that may be, it may a concern? Some, there may be some folks move in, but he'll do some things like they may get a facility all of a sudden. They may have an indoor practice facility. Okay. And people say, well, "Woo! I want my kids to go to that school <laughs> with that indoor practice facility." Right? You know, I'm just saying. No,
1: you're right. You're right. You're they, right. They, they
2: they built one down in down in Colquitt when he was down there. Why they need the indoor practice facility in Colquitt? Keep the bugs and flies out. That's a good reason. I mean, Keep the, the air conditioning yeah, in. because it's, 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 it's sweltering hot down there. Anyway, well, one other thing, you know, being at the seven on seven and being at the basketball event. We saw this, this week that there's still a need for officials. And we're in, in the next few weeks, that's one, one thing we will do with high school. We'll, we'll get officials, basketball officials and football officials to appeal for more people to become officials. And uh, do you know who else is looking for officials? High school gymnastics. The Georgia High School Girls Gymnastics Association looking for judges. Hmm. People okay. who are qualified to judge gymnastics which in my mind would be someone who's participated in gymnastics right. or has coached gymnastics to be a judge for high school gymnastics competitions now next year is an Olympic year and we all gonna be experts on gymnastics right right because we're gonna or watch two we're gonna for two <laughs> for two weeks we're gonna all gonna be experts yeah. on, on gymnastics but 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 they are needing this for the school year when we say every sport is looking for officials you know, looking for officials every sport. And, gymnastics, and, and you know, I think I got a contact with someone. We're going to get them to come on and talk about if you want to be. And, and you know what? Maybe they'll teach you what you need to know, what you need to watch sure. for. If you want to be a judge for gymnastics events. You'll be inside. You won't be out. If You'll be inside. Nice, you know, environment, control, controlled environment, but to know what to look for and what you're looking at. So think about it. If you like gymnastics, you like watching it, they're looking for people to be judges for high school gymnastics that in was, Georgia.
1: That was one of those things that I had opportunity in gym class. Growing, did you do any gymnastics? I tried
2: up? it. I tried not not very well.
1: I pl- I did a little bit. I was good on Florex, Yeah, and I did. I was okay on um. It was a class that I did in high school. I, I I didn't do well. Well, was the peril- <laughs> well, 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 floor, I was good at floor. I can still hold a handstand for a minute, and I think if I if I lose a little bit more weight, I I throw a roundoff flip flop, but back handspring. We had a coach who was just hard. He was he was the Bobby Knight of gymnastic coaches. Whoa. And he told the guys that if you didn't get your parallel bars routine done when you were supposed to, he, he rearranged one of the bars, and you then had to do a basic routine um, uneven. Uneven. As the women did. Whoa. And that got your attention right away. Yeah, it did. Yeah, <laughs> it did. So I never had to do that, but there was a guy. I remember one or two guys had to do one. And they did it. They went to the baseball players and grabbed a cup first, but they went and did it on even Bell low bars routine. Yeah. Anyway, is that the? Yeah, know, man, that's all we got. That's all you got. Yeah, man. What uh, else you want? No, I want. Well, I want as much as you got there, <laughs> Mr. Crenshaw. That's what, what I want. I as told you about, you about a historic <laughs> game. No, that was I great.
2: Told, told you about Coach. I, 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 what, what,
1: what, what well, as long as you ain't blame me again like you did last hour. <laughs> For stuff. All right, everybody. All right. Seriously, we want you to stick around. Coming up in 45 minutes, well, 44 minutes, mm-hmm. top of the eight o'clock hour, we are going to, on this Father's Day, replay what is probably the gold standard, the best Father's Day message we have ever got. And uh, dare I say, I've heard done anywhere else. And it is by Ernie Johnson. Ernie Johnson Jr. came on. Everybody knows Ernie from coast to coast, around the world. They know him. They know what kind of person he is, so you know you have authenticity in his words. And This is just not somebody else reading something. This is Ernie Johnson. Anyway, he did one for us a few years ago that we have locked in the vault, and we're going to play every Father's Day, and we're going to play it at 8 o'clock. So stick around for that. I'm telling you, it's it's just gold. Up next, though, going to get into some basketball news with Terrell Thomas. He's joining us. On this Father's Day morning, a father himself. Sam mm-hmm. and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The game.com, And take us with you on the Odyssey app.
0: I'm taking care of business, woman, can't you see? I gotta make it for you, and I gotta make
2: it for me. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9 The, see and see the God, Sam and Greg on this Father's Day morning, 2023. Happy Father's Day to all the dads and all the men who play the role of dads. Uh, you know, wherever you are around the area, you are appreciated and recognized on this day. I know, Mom gets some. You know, people stand out in that three-hour line at some some <laughs> yeah. somebody's brunch, buffet, and you know, you may end up. Uh, you at, know, get, at top get, get, golf. Yeah. Well, well, you hope you end up at top. Uh, I'm top golf.
1: I'm hoping the nice, end up at top golf. You know,
2: but you know, we know what Dad. Dad gets a. You know, gets a breakfast biscuit or something
1: well let's know. find out what dad got this morning <laughs> up there on the other side of town because we got some we got some pops coming on the show yeah, and do. by the way you and I well, we'll I'll save that in the description of the fathers that we are but let's bring on is he our first uh yeah he's our first father of the My morning first dad of the morning and, and man you talk about a guy who does put some sparks um on his heels being that father running the kids you know supporting what they do Yeah. That would be Terrell Thomas. Absolutely. Uh, These are the times. Terrell, good morning, man. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day,
3: dude. Uh, Good morning, good morning. gentlemen. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to everybody. Everybody tuned in this morning on this early Sunday morning.
1: Yeah. So what'd you get? Did they they, they greet you in bed with something Father's Day-like? What'd the kids do for you? Or are you still waiting for that? Yeah, I'm still
3: waiting for that. They're asleep right now. We had we had a late night. We had a, a, a Father's Day celebration. I actually went to a late movie last night, so they're still asleep. But I'm I'm, I'm sure they've been kind of hinting that they have something up their sleeve. So I'm interested to see how that'll be. Hey
1: Sam, I got to ask him real quick. I know you're gonna jump in. No, no. He said he went to the, the movies last night. What was the movie you what saw? Movie? And then I have a follow up. Well,
3: we went to see Elemental. It's a new Disney Pixar okay. movie. Okay, I know it that was, one. It was a a family night. My son had been since we have seen the previous I want to see it. I want to see it. So. We did something different, had them take a midday nap so we could go to a 10 p.m. show Ooh, and uh, kind of bring in, bring in a Father's Day in the theater. So they're still knocked
2: out. Oh, How fantastic, fantastic. What what, what what you do over there? You okay? Talk to Terrell. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> because <it's>, of course, <laughs> of course, of course, you know, this week a lot has happened uh, with, with, with NBA. We we talk, we talk basketball, we talk hoops, and it's been a very eventful week. First of all, we have a new – Champion uh, in in Denver, and we kind of saw that coming, but but not that we haven't. You, you, your your after thoughts on what we saw in that championship, and just what we saw in this playoff run with this Denver team, and it is something that we're going to see with them for a while.
3: Yeah, I would have to tip my cap to the Denver Nuggets. Uh, I think we 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 all have watched this over the years, kind of forming. Um, so to see them actually winning championships, see Jamal Murray healthy again. I thought thing was really dope for that organization, first championship of franchise history. I think the world or, uh, you know, a lot of folks, you may not be true basketball uh, lovers, got to see just how good Nikolai Jokic is. <laughs> you know, we've heard for, for a couple of years now he could possibly be the best player in the world. You know, is it him? Is it Giannis? Does LeBron still own that title? Is Joel Embiid the best big man in the league? Um, seeing him put up the numbers in which he did, was amazing. I, I will say that. So it was. It was great to see. I. I did. I thought that the Dugas would win in five. So-called gentlemen suite. Um, so you know that wasn't surprising to a degree. But I, I think it was well earned. And I. I think Denver does have a very well put together team. That roster could be together for some time. Um, so I think they'll be in the mix. I do think that next season there'll be a lot of teams. Maybe our Hawks. But a lot of teams who you know can find a way to possibly uh, get to the top of the mountain in the NBA. So I don't know if we'll see them repeating, but I can see them possibly winning
2: two championships in the next four or five years. Spending time on the wait hotline has been with Terrell Thomas. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at eldorado two four five two at eldorado two four five two. That said, are we going to start seeing the shuffle now of teams trying to line to have enough players uh, or the right type players to really give these guys a run in the championship? But they, they are they fitting the mold? Because for a while we've had a team in Golden State. That the center position really wasn't that important. Now, as a, if we put uh, put a premium back on that position with Joel Embiid and with Giannis, right now you got to have one of these guys to, to win it. Right now,
3: I don't necessarily think you have to have one of these guys, but I do think we will start to see teams uh, dig back into that crate again of having a, at least a functional big man. I think it still will be a, a, a three point league, a guards league. I think you know this this year may may be an exception. Um, but again, with, with the guys you just mentioned, they're easily uh, the, top th- the top three out of the, the best five players in the NBA right now all are big men. So I do think that those days are coming back. But I just think in, in, the, in the basketball world in which we live in, guard play will still be so essential and be so important. I don't, I don't think we'll see too many teams following this blueprint. Maybe we'll see one or two more teams try to try it out. Of course, the Spurs may. Uh, with them having a number-one pick and having an opportunity to pick up a big man this year. But I, I don't think that we'll see, this is something we'll see as a whole across the league.
1: Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 929 the gamecom On this Father's Day, Terrell Thomas is joining us. So yesterday, Terrell, Sam and I were going back and forth about this situation, what's happening with Denver, some of the other teams that made the playoffs, what you're going to need to get out of the East. And then we started speculating on which direction, guard play, big man, what we thought the Hawks might need to do. What are your thoughts on what you'd like to see the Hawks do this offseason as far as uh, adding to this team?
3: I would like to see them add some uh, some depth on their bench. I, I we've, we've had this conversation, I want to say, for the last three years. I do think, unfortunately, somehow, some way, John Collins won't be on the roster this year. So maybe finding a big man who could really score the basketball. Um, and that's no disrespect to John, but he, you know, he he has had issues at times creating his own shot. Finding a, a, a four who could do that. Uh, I think that we may see Clint Capello on the market as well. So giving Big O more time to actually shine and develop and be that big man in, in, in which we assume and believe he can be. See the potential in him. And it, it's it's sad to say this, because we've been saying it for for some time. Get Trey Young. Uh, a Batman. If he's Superman, get him a Batman. I don't know how long the DeJounte Murray experience will last. I really like him here as a member of the Hawks, but I know he has a you know big contract and the Hawks don't have much money. So I would like to see some depth added, maybe a four that can really score the basketball and find in Trey Young uh, a solidified
1: running mate. <sighs> You know, one of the things that we went back and forth with you, Sam, yeah. yesterday was, okay, so is it a player that these guys need or a voice? And we, Because we talked about Golden State and what's going on there and the possibility of Draymond leaving. You and I, Terrell, talked early in the season about the possibilities because they were, you know, after that whole Jordan Poole punch and all that and whether he was going to end mm-hmm. up staying there or not. My, my, yes, sir. Whether it's Draymond or somebody else, is – A veteran voice, a respected veteran voice, and there ain't too many of those out there. Draymond is one of them, who's got a a handful of rings and a veteran voice coming to a team where he's not the superstar, but he can get the respect of the superstar because one of the things that we talked about throughout the season was when our particular superstar went sideways, and there was nobody really to to bring the train back on on, on the tracks, but having a veteran voice who can play, who can maybe be that for in a Draymond. I don't know if he's the the solution, but somebody as close to him as possible being brought in on this type of team. What do you feel about that?
3: Oh, I would love that. I I do remember we we, we spoke on that earlier in the the year. I would love to see Draymond Green in the Atlanta Hawks uniform. I think just his basketball IQ outside of his voice would help these young guys tremendously. I think that once we have a full season of Coach Snyder under our belt, I think we'll begin to see the impact of his voice and the philosophies in which he's uh, looking to employ uh, uh, and, and apply. But I, I would love to see a player like I'll I, I talk about the Sixers as I, as I, as I do a lot with P.J. Tucker. You know, he was a veteran voice there. I know the Sixers, of course, didn't make it to the finals. They did move further than they've been in the last few years. And, I've heard different players and coaches talk about just P.J. Tucker's impact in that locker room and being a veteran who, again, could could kind of you know collect it collect the guys when things seem to be slipping. And we don't have that with our Hawks, and we haven't had that in some time. I I, I think is is well needed. I, I know for a while Solomon Hill tried to play that role when he was there, um, and Solo did a great job of that. So having a vet who is a little more polished, I would say, than him and has some credentials, like you said, and Draymond with a championship rings behind him, oh, I think that would be phenomenal to see. Maybe we may be wishing on a star. But, yeah. yes, I do think if not a, not a Draymond Green, a veteran presence is needed here in Atlanta.
2: And someone like that or Tucker. Um, Gallinari was that when he was there, but I think he says he wants to stay on with Boston, even though he missed all of this past season. But spending time on the waitforit.com dot, dot hotline, talking with Terrell Thomas, talking some NBA speculation for Atlanta Hawks. Um, let's let's focus our yeah, for a moment here our attention up in the Memphis, Tennessee, and uh, what, what, what happened with John ja Morant this week the number of games and the fact that it happened so soon um, after the finals were played, Uh, your thoughts on that? you feel like it's a good, you know, something good that the commissioner's done?
3: Well, I'll say this. I was surprised with it being 25 games. I just, for some strange reason, I thought he was going to get maybe half a season, the 40 to 41 games, or, or ironically, I thought that he may get an entire season being as though this is kind of quote unquote, a second offense. Um, 25 games, you know, you, you ne- I, I never want to see anybody lose money in any type of field they're in. If they're working at McDonald's, if they're, you know, if they have their own personal business as a, a, a land doing landscape, if they're working in the NBA or NFL, I never want to see anyone lose money. And Java Rant's lost a lot of money over these last few months because of his incidents involving weapons, um, and I believe there's something like he'll he'll lose ten million he's already lost thirty eight million dollars, not making an all NBA team because of the incident this year. And he'll lose about ten to seventeen million dollars next season, uh, and missing the twenty five games. Now, I have also heard that the uh, NBA Players Association does plan to appeal this. Um and if Adam Silver doesn't find a way to lower the games, it could, you know, go to go to the courts and such. Uh, I think Adam Silver is going to be pretty stern and firm on his position of 25 games. And ironically, again, I still think that that was almost more so like a slap on the wrist. I still think he did uh, John Morant a favor, did the Memphis Grizzlies a favor. And and, I mean, Silver's a businessman. He understands that Morant is one of the uh, most impactful and influential players in the NBA. So you do want to have him on the court, (laughs) you know, to bring in money for the NBA. So I, I, I was definitely surprised with the length of time. Um, but uh, overall, I just I hope whatever uh, this this time period does for John Morant, that he does find a way to turn around. You know, we spoke on this several times. There are so many young players, so many young athletes, so many fans of the game who really look up to him and admire his, his game on the court. And with LeBron getting older and the Joker and Giannis, not getting older, Joker's in, in his prime, but being more international stars, John Morant has a legit chance to become the face of the NBA if he can find a way to just haul it all in and get it together. So I was very surprised again with the length of time, Um, but I I also don't think that we're done yet. Hearing about this Morant suspension and and with the players with the players uh, uh, players association, excuse me, plans to do as far as appealing it.
1: You know, when you say it out loud, and before we let Terrell go, I I just he's sitting here talking about the guy who you know. And I remember what you said, Sam, about. Did John Moran ever say he wanted to be the face of the league?
2: That, 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 that's my point. I know. You, you've been saying if he that. If you don't want to be it, then what are we
1: screaming about? Because the, he – And he's got, really, some,
2: and he got some of his buddies who say, we well, didn't commit a crime. Yeah. He didn't discharge the gun. Nobody got hurt. So I'm, I'm sure there's some folk around him who are saying that, Terrell.
1: The ironic – well, this this is what I was going to say. The ironic part about this is the guy who the NBA would like to be the face of the league and put out there because he's the most exciting presence in the league – you got to kind of put on the back burner because of what he's done and then the best player in the league arguably right now don't want to talk at all about the, the league <laughs> yeah. he don't want nothing to do with talking and praising the league he's just like, I want to go back to somebody and play with my horse you know he gets the MVP chip he gets the chip and he just downplays everything yeah. this is a strange time we live in right now when it comes to superstars give us a quick story Father's Day story about your son that made you laugh last where we let uh, you go
3: where are the say, I'm going go to I'm gonna say the last night we we were trying to get a late night meal last night after the movie and we knew it was pretty late, so we actually we we were in Wendy's in, in line and we stood in the, we, was staying, we were parked in the drive-through line literally for 45 minutes just for us mm-hmm. to get to the window after ordering our food and then to let us know they ran out of food, and I was expecting him to just be you know outraged maybe start crying he just looks at me says daddy. This is shameful. <laughs> and it was just so funny that, you know, he collected his little self. Of course, I speak all the time on how proud I am with everything they do in sports. They'll both be going to baseball and softball camps this weekend. It's, it's been an honor raising these kids. I thank God for it every day. and you know, they, they bring out the best of me. So I, I definitely appreciate fatherhood and everything it's shown me so far. Learn learned a lot. I've learned a lot, and I'm continuing to learn a lot.
1: Listen, man. Yeah. Yep. What, what, how do you praise Terrell for what he just absolutely, said? And what he's absolutely, doing? he's doing what he's supposed to do. Work in progress. But we, yeah, exactly. We'll Work look, in progress. We'll check back next week. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> See how things are going. Absolutely, absolutely. There you go, man. Hey, Terrell, as always, we thank you for getting up and being a part of the show.
3: Oh, uh, thank you, thank you. I love it. I love it. Have a blessed week. to Talk to you, gentlemen, soon. All right,
1: we'll talk right, to you soon. Care, That's man. Terrell Thanks Thomas. A lot. We are got uh, Adam Alexander coming up in the eight o'clock hour. Got a casting call, Max's World in just a minute. But remember, top of the hour, we have a Father's Day message that you cannot miss from. Ernie Johnson Jr. Got it a few years ago, but now it is part of the show every Father's Day. That's coming up. It's Sam and Greg, along with Max, on this uh, Sunday morning, Father's Day. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, game 92.9thegame.com.
0: Love and marriage, love and marriage. Go together like a horse and carriage. This, I tell you, brother, you can't.
1: Have one without the other. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. 9, it is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, Father's Day. And it, it gives you re- uh, reason to pause when you when you hear this because you wonder, what, thank you, um, who is a better father, Frank Sinatra or Al Bundy? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and just, again, this, this, this is obviously the theme to, to, to Married with you. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like I said, there are some people who question Frank as a pops. Anyway, yeah, I would. Um, <laughs> listen, we're going to um, we're going to give Max this time right now, um, yeah. and and then you and I, i want to talk about what just happened because I need I need some time to compose. So we do this the third break in our second hour, right? Every show, we turn things over to our producer, and we venture into Max's world.
0: What's up, partner? I appreciate it. Thank you very much. This has been a very sentimental show, very powerful show. You know, there's always something about Father's Day, Mother's Day. It's just, it's pretty cool, so happy Father's Day to everyone out there. And uh, it's such a cool thing. So I just texted my dad. Actually, you know I'm over here editing like crazy, so he's probably just listening. I just sent him that segment talking about... Uh, I don't know if I ever I've told him those things before, but I don't think he's ever heard me talk about what I've learned kind of just on air talking about it. So hopefully he's going on his morning jog and he plays that. and Maybe he stops <laughs> for a second, make him shed a tear or something. Yeah. Uh, but another sports moment before I get into a couple NBA stuff, since we're on Father's Father's Day. You know, obviously, I'm in MMA in the UFC. Mm-hmm. The reason why I got into that was because of him. And he, I was at a very young age. He was like four four years old, five years old. And at first, you know, those karate schools where you just, it's really mo- mainly, we need someone to watch him. And so that's probably what it started off from a ball of energy. <laughs> yeah. But it taught me discipline. And it taught me like, wait a second, hard work actually works. And I ended up falling in love with it. And that's how I got into boxing and jiu-jitsu and MMA. And that's ultimately how I fell in love with sports because that was the first thing I ever did. He used to take me to basketball practices afterwards once I ventured into those things. But originally he is the sole purpose why I got into sports, and he's not even a sports guy himself. And so okay. I always have to thank him for that. And some of my favorite sports moments growing up watching the UFC, I remember it was like 60 bucks a pay-per-view. And it was before the UFC signed and had all these big deals, and their fights would maybe be like once or twice a month. And so I couldn't wait. I'm like, oh, my God, there's a big fight this Saturday night. I get to stay up past my bedtime. We get a heavyweight title fight. Sixty. My dad's spending 60 bucks on it. We used to have all the friends over and family over. Um, and those were some of my favorite sports moments. I used to print out these sheets of the fighters and I would see who can get the most picks right. And so I would have everyone tally who they think is going to win. On the fight tonight, and I would try to make sure I won every time. So I'd make sure to do extra homework and extra research. And now looking back at it, I'm yeah. like, wow, that kind of makes sense. It's kind of what I do now, just on a <laughs> professional level. So, <laughs> um, so that's pretty cool. But I do want to get into this. So we were listening to Terrell Thomas, awesome dude. Mm-hmm. Wished him Happy Father's Day as well. And you guys know I'm an NBA guy. Two things. One, I'll start off with how it relates to Atlanta. Scoot Henderson is going to be a phenomenal player. Yes. And if it wasn't for Victor Weminyama, I feel like we'd be like, oh, my God, Scoot Henderson. Yeah. And so if you've seen him recently, especially on social media, Steph Curry's actually taken him under his wing, and they've been having these workouts. Like Steph is personally working with him one-on-one. Um, I don't know what you want to make of that. I look at it, it's like you have this guy who's willing to learn from obviously one of the best in the game, which is pretty cool. So right from Marietta, and now if I'm Portland, because they've – most recently been known to work him out a lot, and they really like Scoot. Okay. This is the perfect – I'm going to give you a list of players on where they should go, and I'll okay. start off with Damian Lillard. I think Dame should go to Miami. Greg, I know you talked about this. In order for him to go to Miami, you trade up in the draft get Scoot Henderson. This is like the perfect time if you're trying to rebuild your franchise to have a guy at that point guard position. So you're moving off a point guard to draft a great point guard and then Dame can finally go in a location that he's just in a win now mode. He's not in a rebuild mode. So Scoot Henderson in Portland makes all the sense in the world. I don't know if Portland does that, but I feel like if he were to do that, it just it, it makes sense for all parties, so wow. we'll see if Portland does that. But this is like the perfect time if they were ever going to move off Dame to do it. Okay, so that's the first thing. So watch out for Scoot Henderson. All right, I think he's going to be. Watch out for where I got from Marietta. And you know what's crazy? I think he'll actually be more NBA ready than Victor. Like Victor's amazing, and he's the safest pick to pick. He's like Lebron's called him an alien, not even a unicorn. So like I understand. I think yeah. he's going to be phenomenal. But I think Scoot because he's played in the G League, and I think he's going to be ready right away. Uh, the next thing. I'm a list of players. I have Harden, Beal, Dame, Zion, and Chris Paul, and it's like obvious where they should go. And I'm gonna start off with Chris Paul, Boston Celtics. They need okay. a leader. They need a veteran. They need someone that's a little bit more confrontational. That's the one thing that they kind of miss is that grit and that that leader. That's exactly what Chris Paul is. Chris Paul wants to get a ring, so this is exactly a great opportunity for him. Be the old guy in the locker room. Be the veteran. You have your number one. You have your number two. You don't right. have to be the old Chris Paul. Zion Williamson. We've heard the Pelicans flirt with this idea about trading Zion. Wow. We all wanted him to go to New York in the first place. This is a perfect opportunity. Go to New York. Big brand. Big Jordan. And, I mean, we'd love to see him play, of course. But then the Pelicans, you could probably get a couple really nice young assets. You already have a good pick. You got Brandon Ingram. That makes sense in the world for me. Bradley Beal. So there's rumors coming out with Bradley Beal that he has two teams in mind. Okay. And this is shocking for me. Miami, which I understood. And the Phoenix Suns. Yep. Yeah. And that's a little intriguing for me because I thought it would be like the Knicks maybe, playing with Jalen Brunson, bigger market. Right. Phoenix, you kind of already have what you do. You have KD and Devin Booker. Granted, I guess having a three-headed monster is better than a two-headed monster, but... There you go. If I did put Dame in Miami, Bradley Beal and Phoenix would be nasty. So seeing that come to fruition, I think would be very scary, especially when you see how good the the Nuggets are. The last but not least... And I have to give credit to Kay Perk, Kendrick Perkins. Yep. I don't always agree with Perk, but I think he may be onto something I never thought about before. James Harden to the Lakers. And you at think- first, you're like, okay, hold on, Max. You already got LeBron who needs the ball. It's already kind of some drama. It's L.A. Harden's not known to be the, most, the drama-free person. Yeah. But what does LeBron want to do later on as he's getting older is be less of the initiator. James Harden likes having the ball. He likes the play make, and he can shoot. So it's a little bit different than the Westbrook situation. It's not like he just needs the ball and can't shoot. James Harden's a gifted passer. James Harden's great in a pick and roll. He'll have Anthony Davis, and he can shoot. And what's the biggest criticism of James Harden? Hey, you don't know if you could really rely on him in the biggest moments. Well, if he's not your first or second option, I'm pretty sure he'd be a really good third option. Okay. And he would provide a lot of scoring, and give Harden his credit, he's usually pretty available in the regular season. So, Harden to the Lakers is something that I don't know if it may happen right away, but that's something I would keep an eye on. And I was like, Perk, you actually may be onto something there. So, that was my Father's Day moment. Okay. Looking back at it, my <laughs> NBA free agency. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There was a boxing fight last night as well. It wasn't like a a big fight or anything like that. No, well, I mean, it was a good event, but it wasn't like a blockbuster, oh my God, how did you miss that type of event. So... That's uh, that's Max's world for you. All right, all
2: right, all right. Are I mean, we supposed to critique I mean, those picks? Well, I'm just it? thinking because this is the week. This is the week of the draft, and between now and the draft, you're gonna may, may, you may see one of these things happen or see teams get themselves in position for that to happen. I think we're going to see some of that. In light of the fact that really because of who's won this championship, if Miami had won it, it would be one thing, but Denver has won, and now you're seeing this team that may be together for a while, and you know what you're going to have to do to try to contend with them if you can beat them. It's going to be curious to see this week what teams do to shuffle around to try to get, you know, enough players or draft picks in place to try to get a a, a team that can challenge him.
1: And everybody that he named, basketball fans make an argument that they are not the sole reason, but one of the big reasons why their team didn't go deeper into the playoffs or get the chip. You talk about Chris Paul's regular injury coming up in playoff time. You talk about Bradley Beal's regular injuries. You talk about who's the first person you mentioned? Is it Chris Damian, Paul,
0: Damian Lillard, or Chris Paul? Yes. Okay,
1: Damian Lillard to it, Miami. Boom, leave that alone. That's a great Zion. One. Zion, uh, again. Show me a full season from these dudes, and show Very me true, yeah. show me their talent in the playoffs. Yeah. Bradley Beal, yeah. I don't know. And was that the last one that you said? Yeah, Who? yeah.
0: Well, Bradley Beal, James Harden, Dame, oh, James Zion, Harden. And CP3. There's no,
1: I, and I don't like that James Harden. Again, this is just me, yeah. but LeBron don't need an enigma in his world right now. Mm. He just doesn't. And that is actually what people were saying about Anthony Davis. He's here one game. He's not here the next game. Yeah, but well he showed up. He showed, He did have some back-to-back games. But the fact is, he got he had to poke the bear well, yeah, to get if, him going. If, that, if that's why what would you, it takes. He's a, I mean, but he's one, if he's, when he's healthy and he's one of the best players in the league, what, top six or seven players? When Anthony is Davis fair? is healthy? When yeah. he's healthy, yeah, he's playing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So why would you have to motivate that guy? Right, very true. You know what I mean? That, to me, is, is something that I just feel like,
0: that's all, all, a worry. All great points. I can't even argue with that. And an update. I did make my dad cry. Uh, I didn't even t- I didn't even ask if he cried. He just uh, texted me and said you made me cry. Thank you. Been a lot of so. that this morning. How um, about that? Man, wow. Not prepared for this this early in the morning, guys. <laughs> all right. So, how
1: how are we going to do this? We gonna, we're going to we're going to we're going to take a break here real quick and then we're going to come back okay. and we're going to introduce this special Father's Day message from Ernie Johnson. Okay. And then Sam and I we want to talk about what just happened to me? Got a story. Okay.
2: Yeah. You, you, well, I we thank you for being. Yeah, man. Like, right. well, listen, right. I, I'm that.
1: exposed here They're in various ways. And that. so I didn't want to talk about the other stuff earlier. Well, now I, you know, because that never happened before, what just happened. And that's why I walked out. I got a call from down in Florida, but it's all good. Anyway, Sam and Greg, it's Father's Day. Morning it's Sunday morning. We can't thank you enough for letting letting us be a part of your Sunday morning. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio Nine The Game, 9290Game.com. Nine Take us with you on the Odyssey app.